I got to work on that. Hey, guys, what's going on? My name is Chris Hawkins, and this is your best life to find. Hey, so I've been kind of looking at my videos. You don't notice it so much on the on the audio, on the podcast, but if you go to my YouTube channel, I don't really I don't really smile as much as I want or as I should because it looks like I'm miserable doing this. And, and to be honest with you, I, I am. Uh, it's been kind of tough. I'm facing some struggle right here and I'm working through it, you know, and I'm working through it. So, hey, let's go ahead and get started on the topic. How good is your life? So, you know, I get the real question is, is the life you're living and the stuff that you have in your life keeping you from living your best possible life? Now, if you take a look at the standard story that we've been told about the American dream and about what success and happiness is, well, then you probably are because you did exactly what your parents did, what your grandparents did, what your neighbors and friends are currently doing. So from that standpoint, according to that measurement, yeah, yeah you're living a good life, right? You're living a good life. But, but when you really think about it, at least for me, living a good life, living my best life is about accessing the things that are important to me. And, and, and it's actually killing me right now. I'm dying right now because I miss my, my kids. We're stuck in Meeker, Colorado. And I say stuck, but I don't actually mean that. I'm not stuck here from the standpoint of I hate it because I have my son and my daughter-in-law and my grandsons here too. And it's been wonderful hanging out with them. But I have a whole other family. I have kids and grandkids across the state. I can't see and it's not because of my life choices, it's because of COVID-19. But, but when you look at that, that's what we're talking about when how good is your life. I mean, when you go to work every day and you work for the things, pardon me, you work for the things that you do, do those things add value and inspiration to your life? Do you really get excited about the fact that you get to do them every day? I, that's, that's for me, that's the true measurement. I mean, because otherwise, why are you working? I mean, it wouldn't make any sense for you to work your ass off every day and not be able to spend as much time as you want fishing or hunting or hiking or do any of the stuff you love to do, right? Or at least that's what I'm thinking. But yet, when you look at your life, I bet that's part of what you're doing. I mean, when you wake up in the morning, how does it feel? Are you... Are you pursuing your dreams what amazing adventure what amazing place is your life going to be in in a year or two years or five years and the reality is most of us can't answer that question because most of us can barely see to tomorrow and that's the truth you know and i'm not trying to tear you down i'm not trying to be an asshole telling you your life sucks your life doesn't suck but your life can be so much better than it is right now and it comes down to defining your best life. And what does that mean? I mean, you're going to work. We all have to work. But what are you working for? I mean, what are you working toward? Are you working to spend more time with your family? Is that work you're doing and all that effort you're putting in so that you can spend more time with your family and, and spend more time doing what you really love? Or are you working to pay for the things that you own? I mean, when we got rid of our house... We got rid of 40, 40 years of stuff out of our garage in our house. I had boxes and boxes and boxes of stuff that I hadn't used or seen in five years. And that's all stuff that I worked for. 
That's all stuff that I went out every day and I grounded out in a federal prison and, and I ran to emergencies and to body alarms and I wrestled inmates and I did all those things that I had to do at that job to earn the money I, I earned in order to pay for that life, to pay for all those boxes of stuff. And when I was looking through it, and especially when we had that yard sale, I realized that that, that money didn't amount to anything. It, it didn't, that didn't pay me anything in return. Nothing. Because when I went to sell it, it was worth nothing. In fact, I gave a good portion of that stuff away simply because I was done wasting my life moving it around and trying to trying to value it or find value for it and manipulating it was wasting my time so i got rid of it what does your life give you access to that you truly love because that defines how great your life is how good your life is going what do you do are you spending as much time as you want with your grandkids and your kids are you spending as much time enjoying your partner and and friends are you exploring the world what access are you being given to the world and to what's possible out there because of the life you're living that's an important question because i don't know when i'm going to die this could be my last podcast i could be dead tomorrow but the problem is so could you and if you were to say tomorrow was your last day on earth and you look back the last six months of your life, can you honestly say that if you only had six months to live, this is, would be what you did? You would have chosen to do what you're doing right now or what you did today or what you'll have to do tomorrow? If not, then maybe today's the day you do something about it. I mean, I don't know. I love it. People are pretenders. You know, we, social media taught that, though. I'm not, I don't know if you've noticed, I've stepped away from social media if you're following me at all. But I've kind of I've kind of decided that maybe that's, that's not really adding much value to my life. Granted, I get to see what my kids are doing, what my grandkids that I can't visit in person are doing. And, and it's interesting to catch up on friends. But doesn't really add a lot of value to my life. I mean, if I get off social media today, I'm not going to be any poorer. I'm not going to have any less money. Um, my life isn't going to go down the toilet. Uh, so, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I've kind of decided maybe that's not making my life that great. So we'll see how that works out for me. Now, I know some of you guys love social media. And we're, we're kind of a voyeuristic society. We love peeking in on other people's lives. But if we're really going to do that, why don't we peek on in on some good shit, you know? Why don't we peek in on some stuff where we actually get to see the true story, you know? Like some, like some house cams where you get to catch them when they're arguing over at the table with a stack of bills because they had to buy that truck and now they're trying to decide what they can cut you know do, do we need the cable bill or are we going to have hulu we we got to have hulu and we everybody needs a cell phone i mean that's that's where your life is at now the other thing that i realized so just give you a little history so i was kind of grumpy and i was pissed off and i used anger a lot but i'm looking around and, and after my dad died in 2011 it really shook me up it really made me wake up so i started trying to find out the meaning of the meaning of happiness the meaning of life as far as you know what is happiness and what should i be focusing on and as a part of that i started asking federal inmates why they were happy and and if you check out the youtube i mean my podcast or my 
my video. It's called Happy in Prison. It's kind of a cool logo, but basically it touches on the reason that we are able to live a life where we're just barely making ends meet and we're working more than we're playing and how we're able to just find happiness in that. But, but that's the burden is that when you start looking at your life, what I discovered is that if you ask anyone, no matter what their life looks like, they're going to be happy. I mean, they are happy. They're going to be, oh, no, I'm happy. In fact, I remember pushing the issue because I just, I didn't understand it with with specific people that I know real well. I would ask, are you happy? And they'd say, yeah. And I'd say, well, yeah, but you do. All well, no, no, I'm happy. And if I pushed the envelope, I could actually piss them off. They would actually get mad. No, I'm goddamn happy now. Just drop the subject, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, and, and that in itself was kind of ironic because wait a minute. We're talking about happiness and you're getting pissed off about it. There's something wrong with that. But the truth is, we can get lulled into believing it. And, and partly, it's, it's, it's easy. I mean, it's easy to, to, to believe your life is great, right? It's easy to believe it because if you believe your life is great, then what do you have to do to change it? What needs to be fixed? Don't fix it if it ain't broken, right? But... That's not actually the truth. For most of us, if you live the life anything like I lived, you roll your ass out of bed at 5 o'clock in the morning, you hit the floor running, you grab something out of the fridge, you throw some lunch together, and if you're in a metropolitan area, you look across, you're sitting in traffic with the same people that you sat in traffic with yesterday. You go to a job where no matter how much you do, it isn't good enough, and there's always someone kissing ass and gets more than you, not because they deserve it, but because they work in the boss and hanging out with the boss and going to drinks with the boss and doing all that shit, and then you grind your way home. And when you get home, what do you do? I mean, I used to grind my way home, stop by the liquor store and drink every night, which I don't, I don't fault that. I mean, you work hard if that's what you enjoy, but you can't allow any of those things to fog your vision to how amazing your life is, especially when there are so many options out there. I mean, that's the truth. I mean, at least if you're going to work that hard, you should get to go fishing more. At least if you work that hard, you you should get to have go to crafts and do what you love to do, or get your hair and nails done. If you're for the ladies, get your hair and nails done, or go go out to dinner, or have a brunch with the girls and drink mimosas and talk about how amazing your life is. I mean, at least you got to do that. But most of us aren't. And in, and COVID-19 actually brought to light our true weaknesses. I mean, when you think about it, grinding it out, you're so busy working to pay for the life that you're living, you don't have time to live the life that you love. And that's the truth. I mean, what are you missing out on that you truly value because of the story you've been given and this idea that success and happiness is this big ass fancy house that you spend your life working to pay off and may not you may never pay it off if covid had a hand in that and that's really the truth so how good is your life going i mean how good is your life i don't know take some honesty it takes us stepping back from the identities that we've developed for ourselves and these stereotypes that we that we seem to fall into and to be honest and truly honest with who we are and what we love to do had I had to do it all over again, I don't know if I would have ended up in a federal prison. And I'm fortunate that I did because it opened up a bunch of doors for me and it was a sacrifice. 
But there are people that are able to live the life that I'm living and to retire at 54 like I did that actually spent most of their time doing the things they love. And I admire them. I mean, I look at Sydney Cummings and I'm going to repeat her name a bunch of times because she is a rock star. She's my idol. And and you look at people like Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan is a badass. And Joe Rogan, he's a comedian. He's a famous podcaster. I mean, he has he has the number one podcast in the country, I think, right now. And he's just a regular guy doing regular shit, living a life. And he and the only difference is that instead of standing in the box that everyone else is standing in, he said, you know, I'm going to do this. And I'll tell you, Joe Rogan is a badass because he don't he does he's not like me. I'm I'm kind of a wimp. It's kind of chilly out there, and, and maybe I'm just being a wuss. But I haven't wanted to work out. But day is the day I'm getting back onto it after almost two months of of resting. <laughs> so, but Joe Rogan, he'll pull into a he travels a lot. First thing he does when he gets to his destination, he works out because that's part of what he has to do and also that's that's action for success that's that's what that amounts to is it's action for success he's developed that not because he loves it because that's the action he needs to take if he wants to achieve the goal he has and his goal is to stay in shape and be strong and a strong body strong mind i mean that's where it comes from but where are you at in that i mean when you think about how good your life is how many things are you accomplishing every day that are defined by a specific goal that you value i mean that's part of that planning that a lot of us miss out on because we are for the most part living autopilot lives i mean if you didn't want to do another thing to improve your life you'd be fine you could get up every day until your life ends. You could go do what you're doing right now and you could pay the bills you're paying. And as long as you don't ever define that as anything more than what it is, you will never accomplish it. And of course, you go back to the stereotypical life. If you can check all the boxes, house, check, cars, check, family, check, kids, check, you can actually lull yourself into believing you're living a damn good life. But the question is, are you really? I mean, are you really accessing the things in your life? Is your, are you actually living your best life? See, I don't know. I think for me, I am. I'm doing a pretty good job. I, I have to say I haven't done as good of a job uh, in the last few weeks as I'd like to. And of course, I'm never going to be satisfied with this. I don't care how many times I do it or what the topic is or how good it gets. I'm always going to look at my videos and my podcast. I'm going to say, oh, you, you say, um, too much, or you did this too much, or you're not looking at the camera, or you're not, you're not smiling. And <laughs> I just want to assure you, okay, I am actually a really nice guy. I actually am a lot of fun. But if you look at my videos, uh, <laughs> they're killing me. You can see there's almost like, pain on my face but my life isn't about today it's about tomorrow and as a part of that i'm just going to keep pushing these bad boys out and uh you know and i hope you'll do the same i hope you sit down and take a look at your life from the standpoint of what are you truly gaining access to because of the choices you make and then of course there's the thing once you look at that the the trick is it's okay for you not to have a big ass house and a fancy ass car what you need if that is if the house and the cars are not your thing if you're not a better homes and gardens person 
the house and the car needs to fit the life you want to live. And that's really the truth. And the media is not going to tell you that. The advertisers and the realtors aren't going to say, oh, no, just slow down there, man. Don't You don't want to tie all your money up into this big-ass truck because then you won't be able to go fishing. No, I, I know you said you love fishing. Don't buy this truck over here. There's a used one over here for $20,000 less. And, and it does the same thing. <laughs> They're not going to tell you that. Your realtor's not going to tell you you know, I, your DTI, your debt-to-income ratio is pretty high. I mean, we can squeeze you into this big, fancy-ass house for $300,000. But you realize if you do that, you're probably going to have to work some overtime or you're probably not going to have any time to do anything else or any money to do anything else. No one's going to tell you that. That's your responsibility. And it comes down to stop fooling yourself about how good your life is going and actually start focusing towards living the best life possible. See, this podcast, when I was scrounging for a name for this podcast, it was about me trying to find a good name that fit the message I was trying to, I'm trying to convey. And if there was anything I want to give you, I want to give you the opportunity to sit back and define the life that you want to live. Define your best life. What is that? I'm living mine. Okay. Aside from the fact that the kids are clear across the state and we're stuck in Meeker right now. Not that there's plenty to do because we're going to make, take full advantage of it this summer, but I don't get to see my kids and I don't feel the freedom that I'd love to feel. But really, still, I'm living a damn good life because I sat down and I defined it. I sat down with my wife and we talked about what was important to us and what we love to do. And it's from there that you launch your life. And it's from there that you can truly get a, a true perspective. But as long as you're not honest with yourself, as long as you allow yourself to be influenced by the ideas that you've already been given and the things you've been taught, you're never going to change it. You're going to continue to ride the train you're riding and go over the bumps you're going. It's going to be like riding in one of those cars where you're just bobbing back and forth, doing the shit you do, and that's fine. And one day runs into the other with nothing more amazing out there. And look around. There are plenty of people that are 20 years older than you that did it. And if you keep on those tracks, you're going to see where they end up. So... Hey, not to bust your balls, not to be hard on you, not to try and drag some pain out or make you feel like you didn't do a good job at it because we were all caught in it. I mean, how many people are living your life right now? It isn't because we all love it. It's because we all bought off on it. So, hey, maybe today's the day that you actually decide to sit back and start defining your best life. Pick it and then take action. And before you know it, you're going to be there. Before you know it, you're going to be looking back going, whoa, can you believe it? We actually did it. So I hope I've helped. My goal is a simple one. All I want to do is help you access more of your life because I found out that in my life, by defining my goals based on what I love, I'm able to achieve those goals and live the best life possible. So until next time, my name's Chris Hawkes. And as always, remember, today's your day. Make it a good one.